Welcome everybody to Letter Now, a podcast where we nurture the hand lettering masters of tomorrow, today. My name is Martina Flor. I'm a lettering artist, author, educator, and the host of this show. And today I have an awesome guest to talk about mastering social media. How do we engage on social media in an intuitive way without the need of strategies? How do you overcome the pressure of having to be always present and even produce art for social media? How can you deal with people not liking your posts? And how do you find balance between being social and staying away from devices? And to discuss all of this, I have an Instagram strategist, an awesome person, Dot Lang, here with me. She calls herself the mother of, of social dra dragons, dragons and breaker of algorithms. Hi, Dot. So excited Hi, to have you, you here. So thank you so much for the awesome introduction. I'm super stoked to be here with you and all the lettering artists of the world. Um, I'm a huge fan of lettering and um, typography and art. And so it's so great to be with my peeps. Amazing. I can see that on your on your feed on Instagram that you have like an eye for design and social like social typography or typography on social media. I'm going to add your um, your social handles to the show notes so that any listener that don't know your work or your um, social networks then can um, can get to know you. Um, I normally ask, ask my guests to introduce themselves um, to the audience. Like, how will you introduce yourself and how will you speak about what you do? Well, hello, everyone. My name is Dot Lung. Dot is short for Dorothy, and Lung means dragon in Mandarin. And I call myself the mother of social dragons. I've been an Instagram strategist and marketer for the last 10 years, building Instagram accounts all around the world. and really making social media more awesome for all of us to enjoy and yeah just uh doing my thing amazing and actually i invited you to discuss today's topics because you're not only a social media expert but also you teach and i know that um that you have a much more relatable approach to social media and with this i mean that it's not an approach that focuses only on gaining more followers and growing the audience but has a focus on building community and an identity through social media and you know today i had so many questions coming in on on my social media and also through voice messages and we have a lot to unpack today dot um and we will probably speak about your unique approach um as a social media strategist down the road when we start answering the questions from the audience but first i want to share with you a poll that i did these days on my on my instagram account i don't know if you saw it But when I, when I announced that you were coming to the podcast, I asked uh, the audience whether they have this um, love-hate relationship with social media. And the results were shocking. Like 95% of the people voted that they had a love-hate relationship with social media. That is exactly 616 people voted for yes and only 18 voted for no so i want to start here and ask you why do you think that is um and what is your personal relationship i know that you work in social media and you you probably like it but you probably also have this feeling of like yeah sometimes i want to stay away from it or like you know how, how do you approach that and why do you think that people have or you know 97 
percent of people say that they have this love-hate relationship with social media. Wow. Well, I'll be completely honest and straight up here. I also have a love-hate relationship with social media. I think it's really hard not to uh, love and hate it at the same time. But I started my social media journey in 2004 when Facebook first launched. And that's almost, what, 15 15, 20 years ago. Like, And I loved it in the very, very beginning. I was absolutely enamored with human psychology and how people would share themselves online versus how they were in real life and constantly just analyzing, you know, what people thought of certain posts or why people share about themselves this way when in real life um, they aren't the same or they're exactly who they are, um, who they say they are online and offline. So for me, it's been, uh, I've always been in love with human psychology And that's what's kept me going for the last, you know, 15 years on social media is just really analyzing uh, different human behaviors and, and seeing what makes us tick and what makes us engage. And so the algorithm has really just been a huge game for me. It's kind of mm. like some people play Nintendo or they play, you know, World of Warcraft or whatever games. Instagram and, and the algorithm for me is like a, it's like a Nintendo game. So I just am having fun and seeing you know, what uh, human uh, behavior is, you know, how it's actually being developed mm. in the now, like through all of these digital ways of communication and what it means, what does a like mean? What does a comment mean? And, and how you and I may use social media completely differently. Mm. Yeah, and we actually gonna gonna speak about all of this, like how how we use social media, what do we use social media for? But I totally agree with you that, you know, I also started my Instagram account like, I don't know, 11, 12 years ago, and um, it was a totally different world than it is today. And, you know, my approach to social media was totally different as well. Like today is a lot more, and we will speak about this, one of the questions is around this topic, like, there's so much strategy built around social media. You hear so many things about like growing your following and, you know, like uh, breaking the algorithm and all this stuff that it seems that you no longer are taking part of a social network and interacting with people, but you're just playing a game where, you know, you sort of need to have a strategy, otherwise you lose. And um, as we go through the today through the to the questions uh, of the audience you will see that there's a lot of like you know this hate love relationship is very um or is manifest in the questions um and many of them are around like some some sort of anxiety that that social media may cause like the need of being constantly on social media or the need to produce work for social media and i want us to perhaps today like give give tools or provide insights on how we can go around social media in a way that is productive and good for us, you know, like turn that that kind of a scarcity mindset that we have around social media and turn it into something that that is positive. And, um, and I bet there's things that you have learned throughout your experience and learn things that I have learned also through 10, 12 years of, of, using, of using social media that we can share with the audience and that will provide a lot of value for them. Um, so 
you know, as you know, this is a li listener-driven show, and we are here to answer questions from our listeners. So we're going to start with a voice message, and later we will move on to the questions that I received or I picked up on social media. You listening, or you all the listeners, you can send us your voice memos with questions and comments by simply going to martinaflor.com slash voice message or email your voice memo to podcast at martinaflor.com. So the first question coming in from the audience is from Marina. Is it possible to run social media successfully with a purely intuitive approach and without planning? I love this question. I think this is such a good question to start with. And, and it relates a lot with what we were just saying about, you know, like th that feeling of like social media not being in, no longer being this intuitive thing where we go and hang out with people, but it's more about like the numbers and the strategy and the algorithm, right? Um, and I want to like, just as a reminder for ourselves, um, for ourselves, I just want to highlight the like, sort of like the definition of social media, which is like, it is a technology that enables the interaction of individuals. And this I looked up on the internet for like a definition of it. And this is like the shorter one I found. And I think it, you know, it's a good, it's a good description of what it is. Um, so if we think about it, it's not, it's no different than joining a club or going to a party, right? So in its core, Social media is a place where we, you know, where people hang out and we connect with each other, right? But there's this technology part to it, which is, I think, the thing that changes everything and changes, like, the perception of what social media is. Um, and I read between the lines of Marina's questions here that, you know, social media has become more and more about, you know, the numbers and the algorithms, as we said before, um, or you hear these strategies that you have to post every day to, to engage with, uh, with your followers, or you have to do giveaways, or you know you have to get people like commenting with emojis on your posts or whatever. Like there's so many things around what you should do and you shouldn't. Um, and I think what she's looking here is to, for ways to approach social media in a more intuitive way. And I bet that she might be feeling that she's not rewarded for doing that, uh, for, for approaching social media in this way, um, because she's not getting the likes that she wants or she's not getting the engagement that she wants. So um, I, wanted, I wanted to pass it to you, Dodd, and see what is your take on that. And uh, what will you say to Marina, who is wanting to approach social media in a more intuitive way and not so like a in a way that is feels more strategic or more like she planned on how to do it right mm -hmm. well it's an amazing question thank you for thank you for the question i believe the my answer would be yes because social media is a tool and you would you're able to use it however you want okay so the approach the question i would ask back is what is your goal? Like, are you trying to use social media for business? Are you trying to, you know, use it mm. to socialize and have fun with it? Um, for me, social media is my playground. It's my experimentation laboratory where I get Amazing. to try all these different weird things and see what picks up what people like, because I actually do this for my business, right? So I'm creating mm. social media strategies for businesses and they need real business results. So the way to approach it as business is completely different than if you're going to approach it, um, you know, for fun or as a hobby. So mm. a intuitive way 
to like approach it more uh, naturally and organic um, that can still help you build your personal brand, but maybe not, you know, need to measure like the hardcore metrics and like hack the algorithm and all of that stuff you're talking about is really to document your journey. Okay. And teach what you know, document your journey and teach what you know. This is a really simple approach that anybody can do if they want to build their brand, you know, in a sustainable way. I'm not talking like, oh, you need to, you know, create all this content and you need to um, have a full blown out strategy. No, just be authentic with it. If you're not a person that, you know, wants to craft a complete social media strategy doing four posts a week and reels and stories, that is totally fine because mm. your social media should be a true reflection of who you are, right? Oh, yeah. So if you are a person like me that wants to try reels and wants to try stories and do all of that, cause I'm so digital and I'm such a digital native, then do it. But if it's not you, do what's you, right? Stay in your lane, do what's natural and organic to you. Don't feel pressured about, you know, all of these marketing gurus and, you know, online coaches that are like telling you to do all these things. Like, can we just stop? Like, no, we don't need to do any of that. We need mm -hmm. to, what we need to do more is like really enjoy the process, enjoy social media again. And like post, if you want post, if you don't, I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to come out with content and post and be on this like content hamster wheel, which is not the right approach because you're gonna burn out and then that's how you start hating social media. Yeah. You don't need to hate it. You can just enjoy it and enjoy the process and enjoy creativity. That's why I started because it was an outlet for me to like be weird and be creative. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, experimentation. That's mm. what, it's there for and to obviously, yes, communicate and share deep conversations with people that you want to interact with and build these relationships. That's what it's for. It's not a place where, you know, you can um, show off your peacock feathers. It can be, but the real purpose of why social media was even invented in the first place is number one is dialogue, right? Mm. To have a conversation with another human being. Mm. So let's go back to the basics here. How can you enjoy a conversation with another person on social media? That's how Twitter started. That's why Facebook started. It wasn't to show off your feed and like, you know, show and post a bunch of things. It was literally to have a communication channel with another human being. So hmm. let's uh, strategize on how to become, be more human and uh, interact in a more realistic, authentic way. Yeah, that's interesting because if we look at social media this way, it's more, it's more about like, it's not so much about a strategy, it's, it's more about like people's skills, you know, like the same way that you, like, you have to find ways to start a conversation with someone in a party, at a party, you need to like, you also have to put yourself out there in a way that engages with other people on social media and you can start those conversations. Um, and I think also something really interesting from what you said that I think can help a lot of our listeners also to set to set their mind mindset um, in the way they use social media, which is like um, this idea that social media is a tool that they can use and they should have a goal for which they use this tool, right? Because you can use, as you said, you can use social media to grow your business or to, if you're a freelancer, you might use social media to um, 
to gain clients. Or if you're an artist, you might use social media because you want to engage with other artists and start those conversations and create community. So the way or your your end goal is prior to actually, or deciding what your end goal is, is prior to actually engaging in social media, right? Because if you're trying to, for instance, gain clients as a freelancer, then as a freelancer, then the number of likes that you have is not so important as mm-hmm. the the number of leads that you might get through social media, right? And the the like direct messages that you get from from assignments or client assignments, right? Martina, you're absolutely right. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself. And I just want to share, you know, my personal goal of why I started social media in the very beginning and why I'm so happy you and I are connecting is that the main reason why I jumped on social media and why I love it so much is because it's an opportunity to build meaningful relationship that Mm -hmm. you otherwise could have never had. And that was my number one goal. My goal was never to get clients from it or like build my personal brand that just, you know, organically happened um, as, as I developed my career, but the amount of friendships and the amount of Mm. people that I was able to, you know, connect with and build meaningful relationships with that is the price that was priceless, Mm. right? The community that you're able to build around you, around your passions. That's what's so amazing about social media if you use it right and that's what people are obsessed with it because they want a shortcut to that they want to get a shortcut using social media to to get these uh you know to build their communities to build their business from it and i think that's a wonderful social media is very useful and a wonderful way to do that um but focus on what your goals are here how can you use social media to get closer to what your overall goal is Absolutely. And I, I'm also thinking that, you know, perhaps something that Marina should do is to also like understand which social media platform is appropriate for what she's trying to do. Right. So I personally use social media um, platforms differently. I have Twitter and Instagram. I don't have all of this. I'm not on all of the social media platforms. Um, but for instance, I'm on Twitter and I use Twitter for, you know, more like peer to peer relationships and like conversations or to vent about my family or my friends. And, and I use Instagram more as a tool for like, putting out there like my vision or my ideas or my work as well. So I think Marina could also be helpful for you to understand, to sort of choose the social media platform that will help you achieve that goal that you're trying to achieve through engaging on social media networks. Um, Because you don't, you don't need to be on all social media platforms as well. Right. Um, That's also something. Yeah. You want to say something? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great, um, you know, it's such a great, it's really great to figure out which social media platform you enjoy the best that the one that your first native content language is in. So mm. if you're great at creating imagery, like you are, if you're great at better at writing, or if you're better at creating video, what, it, what are you really organically naturally good at and you should gravitate to the social media platform that caters to your first content language it's kind of like how your first mother tongue it's spanish mine is english so Mm -hmm. we're gonna you know go and hang out with 
people in our own content language. Mm -hmm. Same thing on Instagram, you know, a lot of more creative artistic fashion people are on Instagram versus on TikTok, they're more uh, people that are performers, comedy, musicians, um, people working in video and dance. So mm -hmm. you have to go to what you're actually good at doing and go to that community and develop that one platform really well before you spread yourself too thin on all of these other channels mm. and and really you know hate social media even more you know enjoy to love it love the creation process of really building on one platform before going to other platforms that's such a good advice and also it aligns with what you said before that i wrote i i wrote down here like your social media should be a reflection of who you are and that has a lot to do with you know who you are has a lot to do with what your medium is whether you like you know you are more a visual like a visual person or you're more like a people a person who write, likes to write then you know you can choose a social media platform that works for you the best um marina i want to send you a copy of my book the big leap um in this in this book it's actually a guide to freelancing for creatives but actually it includes a, a chapter on social media and how i approach social media and it speaks about all of this right like how to choose the social media platforms that make sense for you so that you don't spread thin as um as dot just said so If you want the Spanish uh, version, you can also have the Spanish version um, or in Portuguese and German. So I will send you a copy of the book um, right after the podcast. So let's move on to the next question. Um, so I have another question here from uh, FG Rangel. Um, so the question is, how to pause regularly without the pressure of doing something just social media? I feel sort of like a failure for not post posting once a week and get so overwhelmed that I actually causes me to avoid drawing. That's a strong statement, right? Like, um, I b before I pass it to you, Dad, I just want to say that this is a very common thing among creatives and you know visual artists and lettering artists and and illustrators. I I have a lot of contact with this sort of. Uh, personalities because I teach and I coach designers and illustrators in my in my business and in my studio um, and many of them struggle with the fact that they have to create work or artwork for social media um, in fact I had a lot of related comments coming in on social media and I will read them to you um, so Sarah is saying that she's feeling obligated to post Lignes says I forget to think social media when I create and then Afterwards, I don't have visuals and contents to post. Um, and Cassius is struggling with not being consistent. So besides the pressure of being consistent to post, um, many struggle with the fact that they need to create additional content for social media. So what's what's your take on this, Todd? Um, what would you say creatives, and especially um, FG right here asking this question, how to deal with the pressure of posting consistently? Oh, yeah, I have the same exact pressure. And I've also felt like a failure many, many times because I couldn't keep up with my own strategy that I made for myself. And it's a lot of pressure. And number one, do not feel like you're a failure. That is totally okay. It's like, you know, we need to really be a lot easier on ourselves. Don't be so hard on yourself for not producing content. You need to, this is something like, 
we've been doing this for a while, right? So we we have like trained ourselves and we're on, you know, we know how um, to fit it into our lifestyle. When you're just starting out and you're a beginner, do you have no, uh, don't put so much pressure on yourself. You first have to actually figure out what's gonna be really comfortable for you that you can actually commit to that can bring you that consistency. Because consistency, mm. it's practice over time, right? So you have to start practicing it into your routine. and. For me, um, I had a, I struggle a lot with posting once a week as well. I'll sometimes like go on these content first and I'll make like, you know, three posts in one day because I just didn't create content for the whole week. Um, but one thing that I did commit myself to, to force myself to make sure that I do content once, once a week are my weekly Instagram lives. Mm. So. I forced myself to appear on IG live video and, you know, do a similar, you know, live interview as you're doing so that I, I'm done with my posts once a week and I don't have to think, you know, about posting on social media and being present. Um, for you, you know, you probably, most creatives are terrified of being on live video. So, you know, maybe live video isn't your thing, but what can you commit to um, really doing that's part of your process. That's part of your your day, right? You don't need to, maybe it's just documenting the work in progress. It's not creating a new piece of content um, every week just for social media. So think about what you can already include that's already part of your day that will be easy enough for you to start just practicing and remembering to post, to post a story, to um, have that be part of your daily morning coffee right you never forget to drink coffee every day so what can you also do um daily as a ritual as part of a you know a creative process to remind yourself oh i should post or i can post a work in progress of what i'm working on right yeah that's so interesting and also like i think something that you said this like finding something that you know like the, the key to consistency is also finding something that you enjoy doing because if, you know, you have to keep consistency or being consistent with something that you don't enjoy, then it's really just, it's really just hard to follow up, right? And if you find that those things that you like to speak about and that you like to show about your life and your work, then it should be a lot easier, right? You're absolutely right. And I want to also mention one thing that, might be preventing us from posting or you know having post paralysis is because a lot of us creative people we suffer from a lot of perfectionism mm. and we think we need to make this post exactly right and that actually prevents us from posting anything because it's happened to me before i know it's happened to you um you know you'll you know take so many hours to craft this perfect post and it's not exactly the way it needs to be and then you just don't even post and then that brings even more pressure and more stress on you and i've been there like i've definitely been there I, and we need to again be easier on ourselves. and perfectionism is another word for insecurity mm. okay this is something that we all i struggled from a lot of insecurity mm. that's why it took me 10 years to appear on video um we are you know we need to speak more positive lead to ourselves we need to mm. um, really build our confidence because once we build our confidence 
we won't suffer from perfectionism. We won't suffer from this insecurity and, and post paralysis because we know that this is just a work in progress. You know, oh, it's okay. It's just, you know, it's for social media. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, that's so interesting. That and pressure, also, like, yeah, yeah this, this confidence also is like, you know, it's like you don't know what's first, if the confidence or like the thing you share <laughs> yeah what is it right and it's very interesting like the other day I was talking to my therapist and she was uh she was telling to me like um that courage like which I thought it was really interesting like oftentimes when we want to do something we 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 sort of wait for that moment where we have the courage to do it and then we think that once we have the courage we would do it right Um, but actually she told me that the courage is, is something that it's built through the process of doing, right? So you first start with those steps and the courage starts to build up through that motion uh, or as you said, the things in motion, right? So I thought it made a lot of sense and it, it was a lot more empowering because instead of waiting for the courage to come towards you, you're sort of generating that courage yourself. So the the these baby steps or these steps that you do towards something you want to do <clears throat> whatever that is um actually translates in you being more confident and having more courage to continue doing that right um so yeah i wanted to share that that interesting thought about totally. like you know confidence and like kind of not thinking not overthinking so much what you're That's it what you're sh sharing today because um what what you're sharing today is taking you to you know to the next uh step right so this step is like prior to the next step right and and you exactly. have to you have to see it as part of it exactly we need to stop overthinking and just do and and practice build our little moments of courage or build up our confidence step by step because that's how you actually gain confidence is through these little daily um you know you have to practice every day. And this is why I do, you know, encourage you to post every day mm -hmm. because it, it gives you a little bit of confidence every day. And guess what? You can just archive those posts. If you decide like, Oh, it doesn't look good on my feed or, Oh no, I, you know, I didn't want to show you can, but post it at least post it. So you can like test it out, see how that feels because you get so much anxiety and like to break through that anxiety is just like post and, you know, post and go, um, just yeah. do it. Right. And, and this, this is what I had to, I, I myself practiced this, like when I started speaking, you know, on, on stages, like in front of thousands of people, like I am, I'm a natural introvert and I never thought I would ever be speaking in front of thousands of people on stage. because I'm, I have, you know, I'm freaking scared of being, <laughs> um, you know, have eyeballs on me, but I practice over, you know, many times over and over and over and that's actually what makes you less scared right mm. so it's um a method of getting you know over your fears is yeah. by doing a little bit of it every day and then it, it's like compound interest and then one day you're just like let's go live <laughs> no, no, yeah, abs it. absolutely and i think something you just said can also be useful for those that are having problems or like 
are having or this this idea of being consistent is like chasing them um there's also tools you can use right that will make your work easier uh tools that will help you schedule your posts so for instance if you're, you don't have the courage to share what you did today you can just save that post and maybe tomorrow you will have the courage and then you will share it tomorrow right and then um you can start using tools that are between you and the social media which help you like document your process and um, eventually share it on social media later on, right? And that also takes a little bit, you know, it, I, I have found, I use some of these tools, like they are called like a scheduling tools for, or scheduling platforms for social media. And actually I have found that this really saves a lot of time because sometimes you have, Sometimes, personally, I have uh, ideas on how to share content or things that I think are important for other creatives on social media. And then I just create this series of posts, posts and I save them all together on the platform. And I just use the platform to share those on social media, right? And I don't have to do that every day. I just do it on one day and I dedicate like time or I, I allocate time for that on one day. And that's it. Like my idea is going out there without the need of me being like all days like constantly thinking of oh i have to post on social media oh i have to do this i have to interact or whatever right and then what i found also is that it gave me the space to actually go on social media in a much more relaxed way you know i just go on social media just to see what other sites are doing or just to interact or answer um, comments or whatever which is like a much more enjoyable way it's like what I am actually on social media for right um, so I think some of these tools um, can help you FG and we can move now on to our next segment which is uh, we, we call it the inspirational quote time um, you know that we all love quotes and in this mm -hmm. section <laughs> love it, them yeah especially when they're beautifully lettered and designed Ex exactly especially lettering artists work a lot of a lot with quotes um there, we also have a lot a love-hate relationship with quotes <laughs> um so in this section we do our best to answer questions for from our listeners with a quote. So that's a little bit of a challenge for you. We later put those on, um, on our show notes so that listeners can share them on social media. The truth, um, Dot, is that here we just chat for a while. <laughs> and if we happen to find a quote, great, we will add it to the show notes. If not, don't worry, we will just put a quote together after we finish and we will make it, we will make you sound really good. Um, I love it. So here's the first question coming from Rebecca. I put a lot of effort to make posts and stories for people not to see it and engage with it. Mm -hmm. So I get, I, this is an interesting question. I think we, we have all been there super excited about something that we did. And once we show it or we put it out there, um, others don't think the same, right? Um, and I believe this is actually something that happens in everything we do on social media, on our life, on our work, right? Um, so I think this is also like a reflection or like is mirroring reality. Social media in a lot of ways is mirroring reality, right? Um, so Rebecca, for you, I prepared this quote. So, so it says something like this. Some might not like what you do, but some will. 
these are the ones you need to pay attention to. And what I mean with this is that we normally focus on the scarcity side of things, right? We are normally focus on, hey, I didn't get enough posts, uh, in, enough lights on this post, or, uh, you know, the engagement was low or whatever, like, um, or people didn't like it. But we forget to notice th those, those people that actually really liked it, right? And this, um, or someone who left a comment on the post for you or whatever. And, you know, this is the people you actually have need to engage with or will want to engage, right? Um, and I think this is a little bit like with friends. Um, you know, you cannot be friends with everybody. <laughs> um, and that's, that's not only not physically possible, but also it's like the more you focus on those relationships that are meaning meaningful, like you said before, <coughs> I'm sorry. So the more you focus on the on the relationships that are meaningful, like you say, said before, the more you can grow those relationships, right? So instead of like spreading yourself too thin onto gaining a lot of friends, like you might focus on just those friends that bring value to your life, right? And the same happens with social media. Instead of focusing on all the people that could be liking your post, then you could be focusing on just those that are liking your post right now and start conversations with those, right? So how do you see this? Go deep, not wide, right? This is a whole concept of really niching down and and investing going deeper with the people that actually resonate with your content. You are going to have a lot of people that don't really care about your content or that, you know, don't even like it, or it doesn't matter because the people that are gonna be there for you that do like it, just as you said, these are the people that are your super fans and you should invest in building a deeper relationship with those fans um you said that we were supposed to respond with a quote um yeah i love that for, you said you said go deep not wide okay i love go deep, that not wide. but also like create and post for yourself it's not for others right um it's it's funny how you're absolutely right like social media is a reflection of you know, real life and real human behavior. And a lot of the times when I'm talking to my friends or, um, you know, catching up um, with family and I'm, I'm, I'm making myself laugh because I think it's funny. So I'm just, you know, telling jokes to myself, even though they might not even think it's funny, but I'm not doing it for them. I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it to, for myself. And I think if we can approach you know, making social media posts or, you know, building our, um, you know, our, our channels for ourselves, not for others. That's going to bring you a lot more like satisfaction because at the end of the day, you shouldn't be making stuff for other people, right? You're, yes. I mean, you can, like, I am a, I am a fan of like, you know, practicing servitude and serving your audience, but at the end, if you're an artist, you're coming, you know, you are creating art that you want to create. Oh, yes. You know? So who cares if the algorithm doesn't like it? It's it, You didn't make it for the algorithm, right? Like, let's stop creating content for the algorithm and create content for what you really want to share, what your message is, and what you really believe in. 
Absolutely. And I think, I think this applies to so many things in life. Like uh, I, I say yes to this because I profoundly think uh, this way. And I actually help um, artists and creatives um, launch their freelance business. And everything that I do with them or all the work we do is around what they want to do and what will make them happy, you know? And I feel that if you create a life and a business around that, around what makes you happy, what you like, what you feel aligned with, um, what your values are, then everything falls in its place, you know? And I think what you're saying right now is like, about creating something that you would like or that you would enjoy, like making the jokes that will make you laugh, makes so much sense uh, because this way you are also showing up in an authentic way and you're attracting the people that you want to hang out with, that you will enjoy hanging out with, right? Because hashtag your vibe attracts your tribe and you have to be authentic in Amazing. order to attract authentic people or or else you'll attract a bunch of fake followers right and who wants fake followers absolutely i love this so many quotes that we're gonna put on the show notes right now um so the question the second question is actually it's actually two questions that are related um so one is from charlotte that is saying i have the feeling that i always have to be present to get anywhere and kevin uh, it's also saying something similar, which is like, I find hard finding a balance between wanting to be on my phone as little as possible and engaging on social media. Um, and I can so much relate to that feeling of wanting to stay away uh, from your phone as much as, as possible. In fact, in the last month, I went through um, like an experiment or sort of like a journey of reducing my screen time. And I have managed to reduce my screen time by 50%, which is a lot. I had like five hours screen time and wow. now I'm, I'm on two and a half hours screen time, which I'm really proud of. Um, and I bet that you don't have a lot of good tips to give to Charlotte and Kevin about finding balance and perhaps some strategies that you use yourself to lower the amount of time that you spend in your phone. Um, so I just wanted to, to give this tip to um, to Charlotte and Kevin um, is that lately what I did, you know, I feel that throughout time, we humans tend to collect stuff. We collect things, clothes, friends, and we collect social media platforms, right? And suddenly we find what you said before, like we found we find ourselves like spread thin across all of these things that we have to take care of. Like we have to take care of all of these friends. None of them, like some of them will be meaningful for us, but none of, uh, like we, we don't give up uh, none of them. Right. So, um, also clothes. We have a lot of clothes in our, I have a lot of clothes in my closet that I don't use. And, Still, they are there. I have to take care of them. I have to wash yeah. them from time to time, right? The same happens with social media. And what I decided in the last years is not only to clean out my closet and get rid of a lot of stuff, um, but also to understand which social media platforms make sense to me and bring me more joy. And um, with that process, I decided to give up some of them. 
and focus on some that make sense for me. Um, as you said before, like to, to use those that align more with who I am and our reflection of who I am. And this has really, this has really not only shown to be powerful in terms of like um, the impact I can have on each one of the platforms, but also on my time and how I can use that time to use on other things, right? And create more spaciousness in my life for other things that I find more meaningful. Um, so what is your take with this? Um, you know, you work with social media. So how do you deal with that when, when your work is around social media, but you still want to help keep some healthy habits, uh, habits around it? How do you deal with that? Wow. Well, it's a, a great question because um, it's it is a challenge. It is mm -hmm. a huge challenge. I spend a lot of time. A lot of my time is researching all of the, uh, you know, and benchmarking com competitive content for my clients. And I my work is literally dedicated to social media. So when I'm on Instagram, I'm working right. I kind of uh, design my life for it to be that because I enjoy Uh, I, I actually enjoy analyzing uh, content and seeing what works and what doesn't in, in different industries. And, and that's actually a, a lot of what I work on um, besides creating content for clients. And the, the one thing that is really important to do for me is to literally block out time in my calendar. Like my calendar is like, I know when I have to break for lunch. I know when I have to break to take a nap, to just do nothing. Mm. And focus on what you were speaking about earlier. Focusing on what actually brings you joy more. What gives you happiness? What's, you know, what gives you play? And that's what I, what I still, like, I built this business around my lifestyle which is about enjoying what I do. So the mm. moment that I'm not enjoying it, like that's, I need to, I'm not, I, I don't um, focus on that in my, in my calendar. So in, in terms of like screen time, I have to check right now, but I think the only times that I'm literally um, online is when I'm posting and spending time engaging or else mm. I'm not spending that time necessarily online. I am, Uh, in content creation mode, or I am, you know, doing other administrative business. So, so in terms of like knowing how much time you want to be spending on social media, you need to focus on your life goals, right? Is mm -hmm. your, like, think bigger picture, like how much of your life do you will really want to be spending on social media? Because Honestly, like an hour a day on social media, like, you know, I, I should be spending an hour a day, like going to work out or going surfing mm. or going to the gym, but we have started to spend more time on social media than, you know, taking care of, you know, maybe our health, our physical health. And that's where it's like getting dangerous, right? Because, you know, even the younger generation, they're spending so much time um, on their mobile phones with gaming, with, with social media apps. Um, you really have to schedule time not to be on social media. So I've been trying to be more conscious of it as well, where I would only, you know, either will briefly check social media in, you know, in between breaks or waiting for the train. But those hours add up, like, you mm -hmm. know, every stop sign or every, um, you know, bus, you know, bus ride. 
those add up and it's really about like do you it's a drug they put they actually like have built these social media platforms so that we can get you to use them more mm. and the way that you just described how you had to wean yourself down from five hours to two hours or whatever it is it's almost like you know an addiction to nicotine or coffee oh, yeah. and you have to like literally reduce the amount of usage so we should all be more cognizant and aware of how much time we're actually spending on this and and what is the reward here mm. like if it's something you truly that brings you joy happiness and play then by all means like keep you know keep that in in your lifestyle but i have other things that i want to um you know i want to spend time with family and friends and i want to be fully there i don't want to be half on my phone and like half with my friends and family so it's uh it comes down to what your overall you know values and goals are but i want to try i want to wean down to you know not more than an hour a day because i i think that there's so much more other things that i want to do besides consuming content all, all mm -hmm. day long and you are truly what you consume okay you are what you eat and you are what you consume Hmm. So, yeah, we should, I love this question because we need to, we do need to be more cognizant and, and we need to um, make the most effective, make it our time on social media effective and um, not just consuming mindlessly content because um, it's kind of like mindlessly consuming television, which we did, hmm. you know, back in the 50s when tv first came out and <sighs> yeah absolutely and i think i think that's a, actually that's a that's a really good tip to allocate some time to social media and to use that time to engage on the social media that brings you joy and that where you, you know, you engage with people that you like, uh, because we also have what you said, I think is really important, like that there is some mechanisms in social media that bring us back to social media right so we are we're waiting for the bus and we are like automatically scrolling through social media where why we, we could be actually like i don't know looking around and like freeing our mind from any thought or meditating or whatever but we go on our phones and we scroll through social media even when we are not specifically looking for anything right so i think that's that's actually a really good uh, way of like keeping your interactions with social media meaningful when you when you know that you have a, a, a certain amount of time to um, engage on social media then you will use it wisely you know and you will use it on the platforms that you think bring you more value right so for instance something that I did to reduce my screen time is that I stop using YouTube because I I I do use YouTube eventually, but I noticed that every time I went to on YouTube, I was going down the rabbit hole, you know, like I would go on a video and then just continue on the next one and then the next one. And then 40 minutes of my day were gone through just scrolling yeah. through um, through YouTube. Right. And it wasn't like after that, I was totally lighted up and inspired or whatever. I just thought like I'm drained. I'm just, I just lot. oh my God, 40 minutes went by and I didn't notice, right? So I think allocated some time for the things or the platforms that make sense to you and bring you more value. That's a, such a healthy 
um, advice and and the same way you can you can apply it to a lot of different things to working out or like going for a walk or a lot of other healthy habits that can have a positive impact on your mm -hmm. life right um, so I think we have gone through all the questions I loved all the things that we have shared uh, today and that you have shared today Dot. Um, so lastly this is our better now segment where we share something that we are happy about or something that has impacted our lives, whatever that is, a project you're working on. I know that you're teaching a workshop soon. Uh, so something that has, um, that makes you happy and that you want to share with the other, our, our, our audience. What, what is it? Well, I guess most recently what made me really satisfied and like happy with um, what I what I've been doing is teaching and teaching more. And, and last night I had literally a two hour uh, workshop with, um, with architecture and interior design students. Mm -hmm. And we went to three and a half, four hours. Like Amazing. it just like, it was just, I was, whenever I'm like teaching and in that moment of sharing my knowledge, uh, you know, with students and, and people that are eager to learn, I am, I feel so great that I'm able to give and, and gift, mm. uh, you know, and inspire. So I, I love what you're doing. Um, it's, it's truly a gift to be able to be a teacher um, and to share our knowledge with the world and, and try to make it a better place at the end of the day. That's amazing. And you know that I think one of the reasons why this podcast has this format is because it's not all it's it's not really about us, but it's about like how we can help the audience um, go through their roadblocks and like answer their questions, which are also you know I think many of our listeners have noticed that their questions are our questions as well, and we have um, you know our ways to deal with that, and that might help them um, deal with their own. Uh, questions and problems, right? So you, you mentioned before, before we started the podcast, that you're teaching a workshop soon, right? In an online conference. Yeah. So do you want to share that? I will add that to the show notes, anyways. Absolutely. So I'm actually going to be in Hamburg, Germany for Forward Festivals. It's coming up July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And there'll be a masterclass that I'm giving all about personal branding. So if you want to learn more about how I built my personal brand and what's worked for me in developing my business and developing my identity um, on Instagram. This workshop is going to be all around how you can actually use my formula and replicate it for your own business and your own personal brand. Amazing. I'm going to add all the details on the show notes so that listeners can, um, can sign up for your workshop. In my case, Dot, I want to share that I reduced my screen time to a 50%. <laughs> And I'm really happy because um, it's not just about the number, but also that, you know, it has opened up a lot of space that I, you know, I, I had like this thing of like, hey, I want to start doing this or I want to write more. And I wasn't finding that time. And now just by liberating those extra two hours per day, which is a lot, <laughs> um, a I lot. have time to, to create other things that are you know, that bring me so much joy. And I'm really proud to um, be able to do that. And I hope I can maintain it through time. So keep me I'm accountable. Proud of you. 
I'm proud of you too. That is absolutely amazing. 50% is a huge, huge accomplishment. So um, congratulations and, and I'm cheering you on. Amazing. Thank you so much. So this is the end of our show. Um, so it was great to have you. Um, and where can people find you? So you can visit my website. It's dot lung, D-O-T-L-U-N-G dot com. You can always send me a message on Instagram at D-O-T-L-U-N-G. I personally answer all the messages myself. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how I can support you in your journey. And yeah, let's keep in touch. And thank you so much again, uh, Martina, for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm I'm just so delighted that we can connect um, because of Instagram, because of social media. So amazing. That's so interesting, right? Because sometimes like all of these people that you see on social media and you think like, oh, I mean, I would never reach out to them or we would never come in touch. But suddenly, you you know, I just connected with you and I've been, you know, I've been seeing you on social media and everywhere uh, on the Internet and from being a person that is really far away from me, like now we are just chatting on the podcast. So sometimes it's about like making that first step and reaching out and see what comes back, right? Um, and sometimes it's as easy as that. And you can make that distance a lot shorter than you thought it was. It's as easy as that. You're absolutely right. That's great. It was great to have you. And I enjoy so much chatting with you. Um, so this is it. Um, I'm going to close the show now. You can find me, the host of this show, on social networks at Martina Flor, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, you can go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. You just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube. Um, you can, of course, listen to all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. So... This is it for today. If you love this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you so much, Dot, for being there. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. See you on the next episode of Letter Now.